West Gaming Network is proud to present the QGN Community Cast. Hello and welcome to the QGN Community Cast for episode number two, recorded on Friday, August 3rd, 2012. I am your host and community manager, Fred. And I'm your other community manager, Keth. And I actually have something to say before we even get this show started. I want to apologize to my co-community manager and my co-host, Fred, because I listened to the last podcast... And I, I kind of overpowered him and made it sound like this was all my idea and that this was my show and that I'm the community manager. And I'm not. I could not do a single thing without Fred. He's the one that does all the show notes. He's the one that got the forums up and running. He's the one that did the Minecraft event the, the other week. I I literally have done nothing. I'm just here. Fred has done all of this. And I was, to me, it sounded like I was taking credit for it. So I want to completely apologize, and I want to put it out there that we are partners in this, and if anything, I don't deserve the title as much as Fred does. So, Fred, I am very sorry. Kev, there's there's no need to apologize, and this is an endeavor that we both went after together. You know, you've had a lot of stuff going on outside of the games and outside of the network, so I was happy to step up and fill in while you were busy. Well, like I said, I, I, to me, it sounded like I was taking credit for far more than I actually did, and, and I wanted to apologize. Uh, Fred is just as much a community manager and just as much a host of this show as I am, if not more, and, and I want to make sure that everybody understands that and that I make that clear right off the bat. And, I, and like I said, I do want to apologize for any misconceptions that we had about that. Okay, so enough of the mushroom stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving well, why on. Why don't you tell uh, everybody about our sponsor tonight, Kev? Uh, moving on, this show is brought to you by Tweaked Audio. That's uh, tweakedaudio.com. These guys have the best uh, earbuds and headphones out there. You know, these things are great. You get these things, they, they've got the little microphone on them so that when you're uh, using your Android or your iPhone or, or, or any of those things, you can talk on, on them. And they're just great. They got a lifetime warranty. You can't beat that. You know, if something breaks, you send it in, you get it fixed. Boom, done. Uh, if you use the code off the record, that's all one word, off the record at checkout, you get 30% off. I mean, that brings like the cheapest product down to like $12.99 from like $19.99. I mean, that's math. You can't argue with math. That's like science. So <laughs> go check those guys out if you need some new <laughs> earbuds or headphones. Uh, they, they really do have good products. Come on, Keth. I thought you guys got math out of your system during last week's episode of Diablo. I, that's why I wasn't paying attention to the last week thing. You should have seen the live stream. They were looking at all sorts of different stuff because I was in charge of that. I, I put Dean's head on top of a female barbarian and then added panda ears. <laughs> Amazing outtakes in that episode. Amazing. <laughs> oh, God. So, moving into our host hot seat... Boy, do we have a winner for you this week. 
our ho- our host of the network that we brought on was the designer of the D3 Evarwin Challenge and the inspiration for the Twitter hashtag sensation Evarwinny. <laughs> Please welcome our creative director Evarwin to the show. <laughs> Great to be here. Thank you very much. And thank you for that that wonderful <laughs> illustrious introduction. <laughs> You're welcome. You've earned every last bit of it, Evarwin. I feel Evarwin at the moment. <laughs> As you should. So, Evarwin, how about telling the listeners that might not be familiar with you what you do for our network? Pretty much nothing. I just kind of sit here and act like an idiot. No, uh, I mean on paper. <laughs> oh, on paper. That's what I do. Um, I'm uh, I'm the creative director for the uh, for the Quest Gaming Network. I'm also the writer of uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and I am the first chair co-host for SWOTOR Reforged. Basically, um, what my, my job entails is a lot of background stuff. You hear what I say um, on the podcasts, but beyond that, what, what a lot of you may not be aware of is a lot of my job involves looking for... Uh, different uh, sponsors, trying to maintain relationships with those sponsors, um, but really provide creative direction in regards to how the shows are are written. I, I've written the Elder Scrolls show and in, in every episode of it. Um, currently, right now, I'm the more one of the more senior uh, writers for the network. So, basically, when a show is written, if there's it falls under my direction to a degree. It's written and sent over to me for approval if it looks good, and then we we basically go with it. Um, and that's that's basically you know what my job really entails. And any new shows that we're considering bringing to the network have to be approved by you as well, right? Yes. Yeah. That is. Uh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me that. <laughs> That's a big thing too. Um, Joe and I have a, have a great working relationship and, and an amazing friendship too that, uh, we've, you know, forged doing, doing this whole thing. Um, I'm also part owner of, of the network along with Joe and, uh, he and I kind of spearhead all, all different decisions that, that regard the network together. You know, Joe comes up with an idea. He asks me what I think of it. Um, I'll come up with an idea. I ask him you know, what he thinks of it. We're sort of a, uh, a check and a balance for each other's uh, creativity. And I can certainly say from being on the inside and the network, there's been a lot of times that one of you comes up with an idea and then once the other one gets a hold of it, it gets that much better. Well, I appreciate kind that. Of, <laughs> kind, of, kind of like the symbiosis that Keth and I have here. But Keth feels like he does nothing, but he does a lot more than nothing in reality. <laughs> I see, and now I'm getting too much credit for myself. I, I literally like I do some live streams every now and then, and that's about it. No, my uh, my question, actually, of Arwen, uh, real quick before we move on to our community listener, is when I brought this show to your attention, I... You guys have checks and balances and all that, but what it seemed like to me was when I talked to you and Joe, and I was like, hey, this is the idea I've got. You were like, okay, you and Fred, handle it. (laughs) That's what I got out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, here's the thing, all right? I've I've always been taught that um, if, if something is creative and it's not my idea, 
Okay. It's always a better idea to let the people who have come up with it put it together and and weave it in a sense. My job is to then then take that that creativity and if it needs direction, direct it. Um I have to say regarding, you know, this this particular show and all of our other shows, you know, we're we're very good at at finding if we're not if we're not good at anything else, we are good at one thing. It's it's finding who is appropriate for our network and and what they should do for this network and I'll have to say like this part of my job, the creativity part of my job, very rarely um really comes across my desk. I mean, you know, you and Fred have been absolutely amazing so far. Your first episode was great. The ideas that you had for this episode were better than I could have come up with. And when you approached me for the idea on this, I mean, you know, Joe and I pretty much just said to ourselves, like, this is great. Let's let's green light this and, and let's let them do it. And if we see something that needs um, working on, we'll we'll direct them further. And And so far... We haven't seen anything, so yeah, that's why we're we're very very liberal with our creative policies here. I can definitely agree with that. Being on the network, that, that you guys give guidance when it's necessary, but you definitely don't hinder anybody's creative juices. No, because that's you know uh, to use a funny term. I mean, it stymies creativity when you when you kind of hover over people and and uh, you know squeeze them too much. We we don't like doing that. You know, things here are are pretty relaxed. You know, you got an idea, we're approachable, come up to us, let us know. And uh, if we like it, go with it. All righty. Well, Evarwin, I, I hate to cut you off, but we've been ignoring our community listener. No, I'm more interested in, yeah, I'm more interested in John. <laughs> and and I, I want to get him in here. So, ladies and gentlemen, Supa 508 in the chat room when he gets in there, usually he's over on the Facebook side, which most of us don't check because I know for a fact I don't have a Facebook. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Supa. Hey! How's it going? Hey, hey. <laughs> hey guys. So, Hello. Uh, my name's Supa. I live, uh, I'm 24, live in Worcester, Mass, about an hour outside of Boston. Discovered you guys uh, by stumbling on the Elder Scrolls off the record. And you guys' uh, chemistry and the way you guys go about doing your podcast by picking one game that you guys are interested in and focusing on that was something I was real interested in. Um, and some of my favorite games were Final Fantasy VII, uh, playing SOCOM 2 with my neighborhood friends, J and D, Nice Little Republic, Skyrim, and uh, Mass Effect 2. So glad to be on the show and glad to see Cashby, my fellow Facebook chatter, in the <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it actually it was kind of a, a, a serendipitous mistake. You know, like we didn't plan on it, but I do like the fact that the two guys that are that are always in the Facebook chat that we never get a chance to chat with when we're doing the live streams uh, are the first two people we had on the show. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, hey, let's get you out there and. You know, because nobody else can see you when they're in the chat unless they're on the Facebook side, and and, and so it's good to get you guys to actually have a voice and, and get out there. <laughs> Absolutely, see, we totally blame live stream mobile though. It's all that fault. So I well, I I totally would like to say that we planned this in advance. This is how we wanted it to go down. See though, Kath, that's what you've been doing. You've been arranging for our community listeners to come on the show. Well, I, I, I think I'm officially out of community listeners. 
No, so actually, we do have a couple there. more coming up that uh, That's it, huh? get back in touch with. We've got two people that are really into this network. <laughs> <laughs> well, well oh, they're emailing me. I think that Joe listens to a couple shows on the network, so I think we could get him back on as the community <laughs> as listener. As the community listener. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm totally not Joe Wilson, but I'm a fan. <laughs> not that Joe talks like that, but... <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Rogar. <laughs> <laughs> we could have Yvonne come oh, back man. and use the Dungeon Quest voice. You could do that. This is definitely... Old Man from Dungeon Quest. I'm the old man. Yeah, Cash- <laughs> yes, you guys definitely need to have the old man come on <laughs> and just do it. It's a great idea. I love it. I'm the biggest fan this stupid network's ever had. What's <laughs> <laughs> hey, your video game? Get off my lawn. Where's Dean at? <laughs> he had to play to people on something. skip. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Alrighty, well, why don't we uh, why don't we move on to some of the questions before we get too derailed here? Sounds good. All right. So, uh, in the favorite, in the spirit of community, I want to talk about some stuff that's going on in the game community, like uh, the Steam sale last week. I know me personally, I became broke. So, I just wanted to know <laughs> from you guys if there was anything, any big sales that you guys couldn't pass up or if you guys even participated in all, at all in the Steam sale. Sure. Uh, well, yeah. If you don't mind, I'll, 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 uh, I'll answer that first, I guess. Um, I got uh, Fallout 3. Which I thought came out of an amazing, an amazing deal on Steam. Have you played it at all? Yeah, a couple hours uh, into it. So usually with these Steam sales, a lot of people uh, feel like it's like it's okay to just you know buy up a ton of games and uh, and just like let them sit there on your hard drive until you you are, get the time to to play them. I what are you and- trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I try and be a little bit more choosy and picky when, when it comes to games. <laughs> and uh, I know Fallout 3 was an amazing game. Um, Fallout New Vegas, excuse me, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, I try and get, you know, I, I got that. And I knew it was an amazing game, and I wanted to try it for the PC. And, and I was I was not disappointed at all. Uh, Fred? Well, me personally, well, I should preface this. Before I jumped on Steam, I decided to go back and play Diablo 3 for a little bit, which I hadn't been on there in a couple months. And last week, uh, Dave mentioned on, on the Diablo show that he was purging people off of his friends list that hadn't been on in a couple weeks. So I thought that was a subtle way of him telling me we're not friends on Diablo anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I logged off. And... Because I, I kind of rage quit at a certain point, and I figured, what better thing to do than play something where I could beat things with baseball bats? So I went on and I found MLB 2K. <laughs> you can beat people? I got to play more sports games. See, I thought he was going Grand Theft Auto, something, no. MLB. I haven't played a sports game since Super Nintendo. And I found this MLB game for $9 on Steam. So I bought it, and I downloaded it, and I started playing it. And I couldn't figure out how to actually swing the bat. I had all the controls set up like the way it said it was supposed to, and my guy would not swing the baseball bat for some reason. But every time it was my turn to pitch, I could definitely beam the guy in the head with no problem. (laughs) 
And so, I highly recommend MLB 2K. Keth, did you buy anything on Steam? Are you, no, I, I'm going to wait until you you just keep moving down your questions, and, and I'll answer later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I just want to add some of the good deals that I saw on there. Uh, I picked up Arma 2 for whatever the sale price was, just so I could run Daisy, but it was convenient because it was on sale. And uh, a Fable, because I was stuck. I'm a PlayStation owner, and I've been wanting to play some of the Fable games. So I was glad to finally get uh, Fable 3. Original Fable is is so amazing. You got Fable 3? Yeah, I got Fable 3 and The Lost Chapters. Does that have anything to do with the original Fable? I have no idea. Um, I believe The Lost Chapters was the name of the download content for the original Fable. Um, Uh, I'm going to second that. Oh, so then I do have it. Cool. cool. Awesome. All right. So the next question was, uh, Keth, do you still have a home? I took a look at your Steam catalog, dude. Seriously. Um, <laughs> what I say I had, I, I have 150 something games on Steam. Um, and what it boils down to is, is I wait for these Steam sales. And then I look at, uh, for example, the id software pack. I think I picked up the last big sale that they had. And I, it was all because I wanted, like, one game out of it. I, I don't even remember what it was. It was one of the Dooms or something. And it was like, I wanted that one game. And that that game was priced at, you know, $20, $30, something like that. And then it's you look at these Steam catalogs, and it's like, there's like 60 games for $60. And it's like, well, okay, well, that game's like $30. Uh, like one of the ones I picked up was the the Square Enix one, and it was like there was a there were like four or five games out of there that I really wanted that I would have paid full price for, and it was like you get those games plus a ton of other ones for sixty dollars. I was like sold, you know. I I've moved away from the consoles. I'm strictly uh, PC now. The only thing I use my Xbox anymore is to put a DVD in on my other screen when I'm playing video games. Um, Wait, you're strictly PC now? Uh, pretty much. Oh, you elitist! Uh, well, here's... Dude, you can't say that. You'll get one-star reviews for bashing consoles now. <laughs> and, you know, we've actually got some... Uh, I, I don't want to get into this topic because I know it's coming up, uh, but I'm just... A PC gamer. That that's I, I was a console gamer. Now I'm a PC gamer, and so now all these games that are coming out, you know, especially with Steam. I mean, Steam is one of the greatest gaming platforms there has ever been. Absolutely. You, you know, like it's hard to argue with that. It's it's you get these deals like the summer sales. I mean, and you look at these little games like a bunch of these games I picked up during the summer sale. I got like every single Magicka thing. Uh, for that game for like $10. Yes. I, I got, did that too for the next community play. Yeah, I got that for that. like, you know, I got 900 expansion packs for like $10. Wow. I got the Dungeon Defenders. I got the whole thing for that for like $20. You know, I, and it's like, those are the kind of things where if you're on consoles, you gotta spend 800 Microsoft Space Bucks or whatever the heck they use on there. Not to mention the fact that you're paying for the subscription. Yeah. But... You know, so that's the way I look at it is, you know, 
I'm actually saving money being on my PC. I need my PC anyway because, you know, I need my internet or, or you know, I want to watch Netflix or whatever it is. You know, I, I need a PC. Everybody needs a PC. I might as so well for- invest the money that I'm going to invest in consoles into my PC, make it great. And then, you know, and, and I get to do stuff like this. I get to do my podcast on my PC. Plus, I get to play video games. I could be playing video games right now. I mean, probably not because my, my internet sucks, and it would kill the live stream. But you, you see what I'm saying, <laughs> right? So, for the, the people listening at home, you may have noticed the cat avoided the original question because he does not have a house, but he lives securely <laughs> in his car with a garden hose and an extension cord coming out of his parents' garage to power his laptop so he can I game. I don't live in the car. I live in their basement. All right, <laughs> is the thing beneath the stairs. Yeah, Steam is, uh, Steam is, Steam is, uh, I was just introduced to Steam maybe about a year ago. And, um, I have to say that it, it really has done a, a fantastic job at turning the, the PC market and becoming the, the console for the PC market. It's, it's, it feels just as much of a console as, as a PlayStation or an Xbox ever did. And, uh, you know, I, I love that. I love that fact. I'm not just playing a single game on my PC now. Now I'm, I'm logging into Steam and then playing the game. And the community aspect is really what ties it all together. You know, you, you've got all the different kinds of mods from all the types of video games that, that have mods. And, you know, I'm getting uh, messages from, from people as well that, that, uh, we've befriended each other on Steam. And it's, it's a, it's a great, it's a great thing. And I absolutely, I love it. Some, you know, speaking speaking of friends on Steam, you know who isn't my friend on Steam? Who's that? Oh, I do. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you a hint. It's someone in this call. Probably Fred. <laughs> no, it's you, you actually. Well, you never sent me a, a reply or an invite. <laughs> yeah, well, why you got to be a jerky, Varwin? What an elitist. Yeah, it's about. because you don't like consoles. They didn't want to be your friend. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yep. Yeah. But speaking of Steam, that, that brings up two questions that popped into my mind. Do any of you guys remember when Steam first came out when everybody oh, thought it was like a big conspiracy and nobody wanted to buy games they couldn't actually have? Well, I even remember before that when Steam was literally just a chat program for uh, Half-Life and... um, What's Half-Life on? Wasn't it a uh, mod manager for Half-Life? Yeah, it it was literally... That was all it was, was a chat program and you could run your mods through it. Yeah. And, And that's all it did. And now suddenly, you know, I remember Steam initially and I was like, well, that's dumb, I don't need that, you know. Because that was back in the days where you still did LAN parties. I don't need a chat program. My friend's right there. You know, so... (laughs) You know, I remember seeing Steam and going, that's dumb. And now look at what it's become. The second question that pops into mind, is it just me, or is this like an OCD thing that I'm doing? But have you guys ever repurchased a game that you already own just to have it on Steam? Absolutely. Uh, only for Skyrim to finally have it on PC as opposed to PS3. I've done it. I've absolutely wow. done it. I recently did it with Fallout Ve- New Vegas. I had it for the uh, for the Xbox. I loved it on the Xbox, and I wanted to uh, try it on the PC. And since it was you know really really cheap on uh, on the new uh, Steam Summer Sale that w- that came out this year, 
I wanted to give it a try, and and uh, like I said, I was I was not let down at all. Well, and and here's the thing with the digital purchases, and and the main reason that I've purchased multiple games, uh, you know, I've had hard copies, I've had Xbox games, and all that stuff. Um, I, at one point in my life, I had a theft, and I lost a lot of my games, a lot of my movies. Uh, things like that because I, I had all hard copies. With Steam, I don't have to worry about it. You know, somebody even if somebody were to steal my computer, I can get a new computer and re-download them all. I'd like that's great. Yeah, St- Steam was a great innovation, and Origins the crappy imitator of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, EA, I haven't even they don't know with what's going thing. on. Speaking of EA not knowing what's going on, they actually. Recently sent out a, a survey for me to fill out about DLC, which segues into my next portion of questions about uh, DLC because of the Dongate issue that occurred <laughs> last week. I want to ask a few questions. So uh, let's let's talk about um, on disc DLC first. I don't know if you guys heard about uh, when Street Fighter Four was first released. It had like twelve characters or something that was on the disc, but they decided to charge you for it. Just want to know uh, what you guys thought about that. Maybe Varwin, if you want to go first. Yeah, um, I've I've always been, you know, of the of the mindset that if you're going to give a product to uh, a person who's paid for it, you give them the product. All right. Um, now I I can understand that you know maybe there's some technical issues as to why they did this. All right, but the fact of the matter is they already bought they already they already bought the information that's on that disc. It's part of the game. Okay, um, right. You know, it's that's that that I don't like. Fred. Yeah, I have to second what Devarwin said. If it comes on the disc, that's unacceptable. But if you buy a game and you install it, and they have some actual DLC that is downloadable, and they want to charge me for that on day one, I don't have so much of a problem with that because they probably spent the time developing that since the game went gold and shipped. Well, you, Kath. Well, on disc here's, here's my thing, because, you know, I always argue that I'm an old man at heart, and, you know, in the days of Nintendo, you didn't have patches, you didn't have DLC, you didn't have, A game had to be done when it was done. Back in my day. <laughs> right? And that's the thing, is, you know, if you're going to give me something on a disc, you're saying to me that this is the product. This is finished. This is complete. And if it has DLC, you know, in quotes, on it, that means it's not DLC. I'm not downloading it. It's on my dang disc. I paid for the disc. Give me my stuff. You know, and and that's my thing. So I I absolutely despise this on-disc DLC. You're going to have to pay to unlock it. No, I'm holding this disc in my hand. I paid $60 for this disc. This disc is mine. Everything on it is mine. And you know what? You want me to pay to unlock something? You can take this disc, and I'll tell you where to put it. (laughs) Okay, and then Fred brought up a good point, but Fred... Uh, it seems like he supports day one DLC. Me personally, with Mass Effect uh, Three, when they had the ten dollar DLC for the um, the collector, no, the uh, Prothean character, there, I thought that was a ripoff. 
I thought he should have been. They had the model and everything in the game on the disc. I guess you had to download the quest itself. But, I mean, come on. Day one DLC doesn't flow well with me. Well, if you have to download anything, though, on day one, that means that whatever you downloaded wasn't ready to be on the disc. So they did more work after they shipped the game. Right, but I mean, day one, there's downloadable content for my game. I mean, I don't know. For me, it just doesn't sit well. Well, well I just keep know, in mind, though, that it can be like three months from the time that they put the game on the disc to the time it's actually in the stores. So that's okay. three months they could have been making more content. Yeah, day one DLC, I'll give you, because, you know, they, they probably do, you know, it takes a while to print 50 billion CDs or however many they need to make, you know, to to send out to stores plus they gotta go well this store needs this many because that many people ordered it and all that so so i'll give you day one dlc but if it's on the disc it's mine all right what about platform exclusives well you know I, for I platform think bar one should answer this one oh, <laughs> oh yeah good point i was gonna say let me take this one but yeah varwin all you sure um platforms platform exclusives has has been around since the the dawn of video gaming, uh, home console video gaming. I mean, um, you know, uh, Sega got, uh, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Nintendo got Mario. Uh, you know, Nintendo got you know uh, Legend of Zelda, and, and you know it goes on and on and on. Um, uh, Murder's kinda- been around that long, but it's not right either. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, there's 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 ten commandments that say that you know murder's not a good idea, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's and I'm pretty sure the eleventh one had something to do with console exclusives. <laughs> yeah, and twelve was no on disc DLC. Yeah. Well, that's that's what happened when when uh, on Sunday when God rested, he was like, "All right, let's let's load up some some Battlefield, yo." <laughs> <laughs> the internet was so bad back then; he's still waiting. <laughs> well, look. Um, I mean, I'm I'm used to it. I've always grown up with I've I've grown up with platform exclusives, and I, I don't really see anything anything wrong with it. Um, and also, the reason is 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 branding. I mean, uh, Nintendo, uh, Xbox 360, uh, you know, all these guys have to have a way of saying, you know, come to us versus the other guy. And I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay, okay so I, I see your point. If that game is limited to just that one particular platform. Right. right. What about in the instance of Skyrim when it released for all three consoles, but the DLC comes out for one console? That's totally different. That is completely different. That's not branding at that point. That's you know, that's very case specific as well. Um, I'm talking about platform exclusives in the form of. Like I like I had cited earlier, you know, Nintendo always had Mario and Sega always had Sonic the Hedgehog, and those were at the time uh, the you know the the picture boys for for those particular consoles. You know, you you bought you you bought a, a, a Sega because you you really were into into Sonic at the time, and and vice versa for for Nintendo. When you're talking about a a, a, a video game that's developed for for all three consoles in mind, and then something hinders that release on one of those on one or two of those consoles um or in in this particular case with dawn guards exclusivity deal for for the xbox for 30 days um that i start to be, have a problem with okay very good 
Now, you brought up an interesting question since you mentioned Mario and Sonic as the poster children for Nintendo and Sega. So who would be the PlayStation version? Would it be Crash Bandicoot or Spyro? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I say it's Crash Bandicoot. I would have to agree. They were really touting uh, Crash Bandicoot on 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 their advertising for a while there. <laughs> I, I only threw Spyro in there because I remember playing the original Spyro game and it felt something like a Super Mario game. No, yeah, I mean it was a platformer, of course. But I think Crash is definitely their mascot because isn't Crash the only one that's going to be in the uh, Sony, whatever that Sony fighting game is? That's going to be a lot like. Uh, that Nintendo, fight. wow, that's bad. Planet Side Two? Ah, no. <laughs> uh, no. It's like uh, I don't know, Sony Heroes. Yeah, like Smash Brothers. Thank you, Liz. Um, yeah, it's like Sony Heroes or something like that. I believe it's gonna have Crash Bandicoot in it. Um, but anyway, what about Echo what the uh, Dolphin? Oh, I loved Echo. <laughs> Me personally, that game was great. Oh, yeah. look at that! John just disconnected. <laughs> oh. No, I think you. I was able to rent it from Blockbuster or something. It was the one, one game they always had in stock. In the one game, they never charged you a late fee for not bringing it back on time. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and keep it. Okay. So, what, what other questions do you have? I just want to know uh, with fall coming up. It's August now. What uh, what games are coming out that you guys are looking forward to, or what's been announced on the radar? Go ahead, Ivor. When you're our other guest tonight, um, I have to say the, the first thing that comes to mind is Planet Side Two. That's that's definitely. I mean, it's not necessarily a, a full release, but um, I'm definitely looking to Planet Side Two as being the next game coming out. Certainly, Elder Scrolls Online uh, next year as well. As far as what's slated for fall specifically, eh. No, nothing. It doesn't have to be fall specific. Oh, okay. Well, those those were those were off the top of my head. What about you, Fred? Well, me personally, I play every game that ends up coming out. So I'm going to definitely be getting into Guild Wars Two and seeing what that game's like. But surprisingly, I'm actually looking forward to the Blizzard World of Warcraft Mist of Pandaria expansion. Really? I'm excited to get back into there and uh, get into WoW a little bit again. Okay, oh. Fred, this relationship that you and I have with the community manager <laughs> and the podcast oh, come on, thing. Kat, you already said you don't do anything, so what relationship? Uh, that's come on, man. Point. I guess I can't argue. <laughs> Super, how do you feel about, uh, about Tor? Because we now have a new uh, third chair that uh, we're looking for for Tor now on the Tor show. Um, I hope that they make that you know, free to play model. The only race you can make is a Gungan. <laughs> well, see, actually, I can. I could replace Fred easily. I also have Empire characters on the Jedi Covenant server, and I can insult Avarwin and his Jedi's all day. Oh, because oh, I, I, so, that's exactly what we need in another host that would replace Fred. <laughs> I'm liking John even more now. <laughs> We must unite and crush the evil Jedi. <laughs> See? Absolutely, Fred. Okay. Slide on over, Keth. John needs a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, gee, great. No, but Keth does need to answer the question. Um, Upcoming games, you know, Torchlight 2, Borderlands 2. You know, I, I, I'm one of those loot guys. I, that 
Dungeon Defenders attracted me because, you know, you pick up loot. Uh, same with Magicka, the same with Diablo. I, I'm that kind of loot guy, so, you know, I, I'm definitely looking to Planet Side 2 because it's going to be great. You know, it's a first-person shooter. It's going to be massively online, multiplayer, all that good stuff. So, A, it's going to be... You know, so many people, and there's going to be restrictions on chat, so I don't have to worry about the dude bros from uh, Call of Duty. And B, it's massively multiplayer online. We're, we're going to get the community in there. We're going to make a guild or what? Uh, that, that thing with the guys that. Uh, whatever uh, they call a guild in that dang game. I, you know what? I, with all these MMOs coming out, it's hard to keep track. It's a raid. No, it's not. It's a. A flashpoint. It's a thing with a guy and thing. You know what I'm talking about. Weaver will about. be an outfit. Outfit. There you go. Boom. Done. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's Random. the thing is, uh, you know, I'm going to have this group of people that I can play with. It's going to be that first person shooter. It's going to be that thing that I want. But I'm also going to get to play with the people that I want to play with, which is, you know, the listeners. It's you guys. It's uh, It's going to be great. So I'm yeah, looking I, forward to that. I'm looking forward to Borderlands. Uh, you know, Torchlight's great. I love Torchlight. You know, it's Diablo, but not. It's, you know, boom, done, sold. Yeah, Borderlands 2 I'm <laughs> looking forward to for sure. Absolutely. list, though, Torchlight 2, I wanted to mention, they're actually on Steam where you can buy four copies of Torchlight 2 for 60 bucks and pass them out to your friends. Oh. Wait, you can get 60 or four for 60 That's yeah. convenient. Discount. Nice. And uh, we may have to talk about that and see about doing a contest here. That's what I'm thinking. We might, might be able to do contest. some giveaways. But I am looking forward to Torchlight 2 also, and I'm actually looking forward to that a bit more than I was Diablo, because it's going to be able to be played on your computer without being connected to the Internet. You know, <laughs> and and that's a serious thing that, that I didn't like about Diablo and, and something that we've talked about on, on the Diablo off the record. Uh, but you, you know, know what the best part, Kath, is going to be? When you're level 50 and you kill something that's close to your level, it's actually going to drop level 50 gear instead of level 39. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's issues, but you know what? Each game has their issues. You know what? Diablo 2 was better than the original Torchlight, and I would argue that it may, you know, sight unseen, Diablo 3 may be better than Torchlight 2, but... There are definitely things that Torchlight did better than Diablo 2, so I'm sure there's certain things that uh, Torchlight 2 are going to do better than Diablo 3. So, yeah. Kath, you, I heard you talking earlier about DayZ. Have you uh, heard anything about the War Z? That they I come have. Out with? Uh, it's, from what I understand, it's basically... D, uh, somebody went, wow, DayZ, that's a really good idea. Let's make it an MMO. Um, I think it's the same company because it's uh, not. It's not. You sure? It, it's not. Uh, uh, from what I understand, and I now, I, like I said, I've only heard a little bit of information about it. But from what I understand, it's somebody else entirely. Um, and the guys that did the DayZ mod have given it their blessing because they said something along the lines of competition's great. Um, but yeah, it, it's. It's essentially Daisy, but as a standalone game, you know, you wouldn't have to have like Arma 2 or something like that. And it's going to be a full blown MMO. Um, they're taking certain elements 
and making them their own. They're going to have a better inventory system, in my opinion, because that's one of the big things that I don't like is uh, with Daisy is the inventory system sucks. It's just real clunky. And uh, and so this is supposed to have a better inventory system and all this. It, it it's new. I I just recently heard about it, and from what I understand, they just announced it. What a week ago, if that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep my eyes on that though, because Daisy. I mean, that is the most intense survival horror. You're playing that game, and you are seriously walking around like, oh man. Well, it's I, one really dark, and you two know, have to be really quiet. And, and you talk about games like that, and I can't believe that we haven't had a game something like this. You know, we had all sorts of zombie games. You know, we've had uh, uh what's the one with the photographer guy? Oh, yeah, I know uh, what you're talking uh, about. Uh, <laughs> a Pokemon Snap. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what it is right there. There's zombies, and then they take over the Pokemon. Yeah. Um, Pikachu! They had, uh, they had the two. The two of them came out. I actually have it for Xbox. Both I, of them. You know what? I've got them on Steam, and I don't even know what the heck they were called. I Actually, I think one of them had the uh, subtitle off the record. No. Yeah, one, one of the, the yeah one of the downloads was yeah D, I think uh, one of the download content it was the second, the second one, one and then the the oh gosh why can't I think of that now I feel like an idiot anyway <laughs> there was that game and the main guy was Fred wasn't it I don't know if, I don't oh. remember what his name was I think it was I played through it copyright once copyright infringement games so oh. out two two three years ago at this point oh that's gonna drive me nuts. Okay, booting up Skype while I'm talking. Um, <laughs> at any rate, so, you know, we've had that. We've had Left 4 Dead. Uh, uh, you know, we, we've had these games that all have goals. You know, it's like, hey, in this, you have to get from point A to point B. You have to save this person. You have to do that. You know, uh, the game we're t- talking about that I can't, for the life of me, remember the name. Uh, you know, it was a little bit more freeform. But it was still that same kind of thing where it was like you still had a goal by the end of it. Dead Rising, thank you. Oh, was okay. it Dead Rising? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, Dead Rising. Dead, Dead Rising, Rising was, was and then very. The, uh, there was Dead Rising. The expansion was off the record. Yeah, <laughs> Dead, Dead Rising was very much like um, Grand Theft Auto. Very, uh, it was the oh, stylized after after that series. But do we get a thirty percent discount on the expansion? I mean, we should get copyright infringement or something. I was say that. I'm uh, surprised they haven't sued us. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, you know, like that game was a little bit more freeform, but still not quite what Daisy is. And you know, then finally we get Minecraft, which is the epitome of do whatever the heck you want to do. We're not going to tell you what to do. And then it. You know, DayZ comes out, and I was like, God, why hadn't we thought of this before? Because, you know, I like my zombie games, but I, you know, basically, I want to know what it's like to just be like, oh, hey, look, there's zombies, now what? You know, like, I don't want any goals, I don't want anything, I just want to go, oh, okay, it's me and you guys, and we're here on a beach, and there's zombies, and now what? Because that's what I want to do, you know, like, I don't... You have that thing where you think about it after you see Dawn of the Dead, or you go and you go, what would I do in this situation? Well, Daisy exactly. gives you that option to figure it out. 
What Daisy is is a training simulator for all of us for the zombie apocalypse. And this is the great thing to nail down your zombie plan because you know, like I got like thirty zombie plans. So you know. Oh man, I thought I was the only one. This is oh, great. No, I, well, plan them out. Since none of us live in Miami and Dave's the closest, <laughs> we're going to say, John. Stay off I, think, the I think you had a few more questions for us, didn't you? Yes, yes. Sorry. Um, so, anyone uh, anyone think it's time for a new console? I don't know. Yes. The I PC. <laughs> I mean, um, I know I know the video game companies are kind of pushing us to feel like there should be time for a new console. Um, you, it's you know, Game Informer has been has been rife with it uh, the last the last two years, putting out their own editorials on this on this sort of thing, and they're not they're not the only publication out there either. Certainly, the the online news sites have been kicking around the question. I honestly, between between the technology that we have now, um, the economy, I don't think. Mm-mm. I don't think the the environment right now is is good for for new consoles. You know, the support that we have for all of our consoles is absolutely phenomenal. You know, the the game library is is massive. I'm sorry, go ahead. Um well, you just said you brought up the economy, so then I was just going to add this in. So, it's not time for a new console, but have you been looking or following the uh Ouya Kickstarter, the 99 99- Dollar uh, allegedly no, free to no, play. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. As one of the hosts of the show, we're stopping. Go back to the new <laughs> console. The Ouya thing can wait. That's two separate topics, and I'm not. No, actually, the, the Ouya kind of rolls into the first topic. Yeah. And the reason being, the Ouya just signed a deal with um, Live. On Live. On Live. Yeah, they just signed an On Live contract so online live is going to be on there so you're going to be able to play all kinds of games on that thing okay yeah, yeah. can can i take my turn real quick and cut a var went off no i'm yeah i'm good no i'm good uh, no. no no okay no no turn no t- <laughs> go ahead cat uh <laughs> so the time for new console yes period done xbox ps3 I don't even get me started on the Wii and the stupid Wii U thing. Alright? None of them compare to what the PCs are capable of for even an equivalent price point at this point. Okay, I spent $1,000 on my PC, what, what, two years ago, I think now? It's still top of the line. It still runs every game out there better than any Xbox. The graphics on my Skyrim game on PC would put Liz's, because I know she's in the chat room and listening and she argues the console war, her Xbox 360 copy to shame. Oh, absolutely. My PC is better than an Xbox 360, a Wii, and a a PS3 combined. Okay? And I paid less than I would for all three of those consoles. Well, it is time for a new console. But the problem is, consoles are so specific in the parts that they require and the way they run things, they, they're they expensive. And, and fine, you know what? Consoles do their thing. But my biggest problem with consoles, especially with the Xbox, which is what I have. I didn't have a PS3 because the exclusives just didn't 
apply to me. I didn't see enough exclusives to make me buy that. But, right. you know, my Xbox, I have to pay, what is, I don't even know what it is, like $18 a month now to be able to access even Netflix on the thing? Let alone my multiplayer? You mean to tell me I have to pay for multiplayer? You're out of your mind. Well, okay? well you play games to play with other people? Yeah, that's all. What are we doing now? We're doing a community cast. I want to have friends. I never had friends. Now I have friends, or at least I wanted to have, have friends, but Evarwin won't accept me on Steam. I'm right? No. <laughs> but that's okay because I got the rest of the community that will accept me. Kath, I have no problem accepting your friend invite. Well, then you need to accept it because I sent you one. <laughs> right now, you're on your computer, Evarwin. So, I you know, but tried. that's I can. I'm getting an error code. <laughs> right, I am. I am error code one eighteen. Unable mm-hmm. to connect the server. But the, best excuse ever. But yeah. that's you know that's the problem with the consoles, in my opinion, right now is you got to pay for this, you got to pay for that, and you know what? Get lost. I don't have to pay for a dang thing other than the internet on my computer. Once I've gotten paid for my computer. I pay for my internet, which I'd have to pay for anyway to be able to play online on any of my consoles. And now they want me to pay for their little thing and all that. Yeah, take a flying leap, Xbox. <laughs> and you know what? Frankly, you said the support for the consoles are great. Have you called Microsoft lately? Oh, no, they're horrible. You get sent to some country where they don't understand what I'm saying. You know what? When I tried to cancel my Xbox Live subscription... I got on the phone with, I, I believe it was a female. I'm not I believe entirely sure. Believe. May or may not have been female. I'm not, not entirely case. sure what country this person was from. So how did talking to Dave help you cancel your Xbox Live membership? <laughs> Eventually I proved that he was wrong. Um, no, but that was the thing. Was I called up and I was like, you know what, I'm done with consoles. I'm going PC. And and I called up Microsoft and I said, you know what? I'd like to cancel my Xbox Live subscription because apparently you can't do it anywhere online. You have to actually call them. And, and, and this person tells me, well, I need you to log into live.com. And I'm like, okay, I'll log in. She goes, now click on account information. There was no account information button. <laughs> there was a button that said like billing an account, but there was no button that said specifically account information. So I said, would you like me to click on billing an account? And a person says, no, I need you to do this. And I was like, you don't understand. That's not an option. <laughs> okay, before we start getting the one-star reviews from the console, people. Well, that happened <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Anybody who's called the Microsoft tech support is going to agree with me. I was literally on the phone for an hour and a half about that thing. I was pissed. Uh, yeah, Fred. it's time for a new console. So... so. Fred, as my oh. final thoughts on this. Yeah, do you have any input on that, Fred? <laughs> console lapse. We need to either see Nintendo release a console that's up to par with the Xbox and PlayStation, or we need Sega to come out of nowhere and blow everybody away with the next generation console. <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> now, moving on, John, what were you asking about Ouya? Um, 
just if you guys had been following it and what your thoughts were, me personally, uh, I believe it's going to be Android-based. And from what I've seen of the Android marketplace when it comes to games, iOS has it beat and trumped by far. I'm not seeing much come out of the Android, so just wanted to see your views. Well, that's true right now, but once a console comes out that's Android-based, that'll encourage developers and give them more of a reason to make their product for Android. But I don't know if it will. Because Android, the reason why the game market is so lean on the Android market's place is because they have to program for so many different devices that may or may not use Android or ice cream or whatever it is. You know what I mean? There's so many different devices that they have to think about when they code that I don't know if Ouya and being on Android is going to hurt it or help it. Well, it all depends. Um, it depends if the, the Ouya uh, presents itself as a as a major contender. Look, this thing comes out, you know, look, I'm, I'm all about, I am all about competition. All right, this country was founded, you know, the business uh, aspect of this country was, was founded on competition. We live in a free marketplace, okay? So, you know, a fourth console out there, that that uh, makes its presence known and is is a affordable, um, b runs great, c is solid with its technology and is is able to distribute itself appropriately. Great, let's do it. Um, you know, if if it if it presents itself as a solid fourth option and even a less expensive option, I think a lot of developers are going to say, hey. This thing is really awesome. A lot of people are buying it. They don't have three hundred dollars just laying around to go, you know, dumping on a, you know, on a on a on a new Xbox or a new or new PlayStation um, or upgrading their computer. You know, this is a hundred dollars. It's a third the price. It does exactly the same thing or better. You know, let's make it for this game, for this for for this console. Personally, I see the Ouya as an opportunity for indie developers to really take off because you won't need as much money to get promoted into their marketplace as you do with Sony and Xbox. So then, Fred, are, you of, saying that we'll, are you saying we'll see a uh, QGN Fred-designed game on Ouya? Anything's possible, but I wouldn't hold my breath. But <laughs> I would say that you're probably going to see things like Minecraft eventually come out with a version for things like this if it takes off. Because, you know, Android's capable of running Java. So you could yeah. see a version of Minecraft come out for this e- easily. And you'll probably see a lot of indie games that were like Minecraft when it first came out coming out on this console first. And then if it takes off, spreading to the other ones. I really see this as an opportunity for people that are making games but don't have a high budget to get their product out there and into the hands of people for a lot less. Never looked at it like that. Kat, do you have any thoughts on this without raging about Microsoft's customer service department? Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to rage about the Ouya thing. Uh, um, uh, what, people, I, I, what I'm afraid of is that people haven't realized... From what they've said so far, okay, now what you need to bear in mind is that this Kickstarter originally wanted to get $900,000, okay, just shy of a million. They, the last time I checked, they were up over what, six million? Yes. So, so they've gotten literally six times what they were asking for. So things may change. 
but what they have initially put out there and what they were talking about is essentially if I plugged my Android phone if I had one so in my in my case it's an iPhone if I got that little uh, adapter and plugged it into my TV that's what the Ouya is okay can we quit calling it the Ouya can we call it like the snap into a Slim Jim oh yeah <laughs> or like the Kool-Aid man because Ouya sounds kind of wussy in my opinion but that's because you're not saying it with the right accent Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but that's <laughs> the thing is, it, it's an Android thing. It, you know, it's it doesn't have the power that a PC does. It doesn't have the power that a console does. Now that may change now that they've gotten six times what they were asking for. So, you know, don't hold me to that. But initially, what they put out is essentially like plugging an Android phone into your TV. And that being said, you know you're not going to get AAA games on it. Well, let's let's keep an open mind. Um, this 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 industry has been dominated, <clears throat> excuse me, by two main two main consoles and the PC. You know, for thirty years. If we get a third main console out there, it's going to tip the balance, and that's a good thing to do, especially in no. business. And, and absolutely, and I agree with that. And a lot of the great games out there are indie games, and a lot of those great games are, are things that run. You know, we, uh, lately we've been having a hell of a lot of fun with that Dungeon Defenders. That's on my iPhone. Yeah, you know. So right, uh, you know, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. I'm just saying that a lot of the people that I've heard are talking about it are making it sound like, oh my God, this thing is like the PC of consoles. It's got like 9,000 gigahertz processor. Oh. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's an right. iPhone plugged into your computer. Or, or, or an Android, excuse me. It's just like anything. The hype's going crazy. Yeah, and, and so that's anything. my biggest concern is that people are just going over. Not to mention the fact that this is a Kickstarter. This may or may not come to market. Right. You know, those are my concerns about the thing. I, you know, I'm all about more competition. Great, come out with something. You know what? You, Avarwin, you want to make a console? Go nuts. You know, I, I'm all I'm about gonna it. I'm going to call it the Avarwinny. There you go. <laughs> Boom, sold. I'll Kickstarter that thing. No, wait, is that all spelled right, like Avarwin and then W-I-I? Yeah. <laughs> the Avarwin we? The Avarwin we. <laughs> It's not gonna have it's those shaped like a paladin. <laughs> but, like the Dovahkiin helmet and the eyes light up when you turn it on. All right. The best thing about it is that it'll never break if you drop it on the ground. I'm sorry, Keth. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, but that's all I'm saying about this. I, I love the Ouya or whatever the heck it's called. You know, I'm all about it. I, I think it's great. I'm just concerned that people are getting the wrong idea about what it is in its current state. Now, like I said, they just got $6 million thrown at them. They should be able to develop a console that freaking kicks everything else out of the market. You know, in my opinion. You know, you get $6 million when all you wanted was 900000 you better come up with something good, and you better make it happen. You know, but on the other hand, this Kickstarter thing, you know, there, there's not a whole lot of checks and balances. They could just walk away with this money. No, I think it gets refunded to you if they uh, 
don't go through. I'm not sure how because you can add, if it doesn't go into production, you can take your funds away. You can add and take a little back. It's weird, but yeah, yeah you're there there'd be some legal proceedings following that if they didn't put out a product. And as a final thought on this, they have innovated from their original plan because originally they weren't planning on having on live on there at all, and that came about when they got extra money to play around with. And moving on, John, I think you had some questions for Ivarwin, didn't you? I do. As he oh. is your honorary special guest, I have some very specific Ivarwin questions. Sure. So, Ivarwin, first I would like to know, where do the hilarious voices come from? Are they all in your head? Or? <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell them about the voices in your head, Ivarwin. Yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> speaking as a guy who's recorded some of those voices with you. I'm curious. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a silly guy. I'm really am. Um, I'm probably about 10 years, uh, less mature than, than my age should, uh, should dictate. <laughs> so I, I like to joke around a lot and, uh, the form of, of my joking sometimes takes on the form of some ridiculous, uh, you know, voice, whether it's, it's to my girlfriend, Jenny, who, uh, her and I, you know, banter back and forth, uh, to the point of absurdity, uh, or if, uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> you know, trying to, Trying to make an impression of an impression that's already out there. <laughs> um, it's just the way I joke and play around. Uh, where do they come from? I, I don't know. I just, I kind of, you know, just make something stupid and silly, and, and sometimes people laugh at it. Other people look at me like I'm a retard. <laughs> Speaking of your voices, Evarwin, why don't you give the good folks that are listening in a preview of what the palette in Evarwin is going to sound like in Skyrim eventually? Oh, I, I, I plan on using my actual voice for that. Uh, yeah. Oh, come on, man. No, we were... Really? We were, no, really. Yeah, really. I mean, uh, you know, it's it, it, the guy's name is... is uh, The guy's name is Avarwin, and uh, I was going to give my voice. Um, I wasn't going to do... I know we were joking about, you know, doing the, the Joe Widget Paladin uh, thing that, that he does on Dungeon Quest, uh, which is wonderful, by the way. I could never imitate it. I mean, I could, but it would be awful, and uh, Joe does such a great job at that paladin. It's so funny. <laughs> I wouldn't oh, want to, you know, Yeah, I wouldn't, well, wouldn't want to, you know, take it. Well, it's give us one of your action phrases. Action phrases? Uh, I mean, come on, your character yeah. has to say different stuff. Like, you're attacking somebody. What are you going to say? Uh, I'm attacking you! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And now everybody knows what they have to look forward to soon. There you have it. There it is. Um, some of the, some of that stuff I haven't I haven't gone through the entire list yet. Um, some of the real the more nebulous stuff I haven't I haven't come up with with anything yet. So. Okay. So Varwin, <laughs> what is one of the worst games you've ever spent hard earned money on? Oh God. <laughs> Uh, I will tell you, uh, the list is not long at all. Uh, two worlds, <laughs> two worlds. That that is a a shining beacon in the night of the the worst of the worst of the worst. I mean, if you could have scraped that off of somebody's ass and thrown it in my my uh, my 360, that probably would be the exact same thing that I put in my 360. <laughs> that was the worst game ever made. <laughs> I just love how there was no hesitation. 
No, no. I asked the question. Immediate answer. Immediate answer. So Two worlds. Scraping somebody's rectal matter and yeah. putting it inside of your Xbox. Right. That's that, what you compare that game to. It's actually worse than that. <laughs> oh. um, I didn't know that Age of Conan never made it to Xbox. No, Age of Conan. Age of Conan was actually worlds better than than the original Two Worlds. Now I never played Two Worlds two, and and it looked it looked a little bit better than the original. But the the original Two Worlds for the Xbox three sixty, the the art style was atrocious. The story was non-existent, ridiculous, and horribly written. <laughs> and then the voice acting, additionally, was just about the most the, the worst voice acting I have ever heard in my life. I, I've seen anime from the 80s with <laughs> English dubbing that was better <laughs> than the voice acting in that. It sounded like they pulled a janitor out of the toilet and shoved a microphone in front of him and said, say that. It was terrible. Bob from um, maintenance yeah. with the herpes bucket, without yeah. giving <laughs> with the herpes bucket, we, without we giving a him any Varwin. <laughs> <laughs> I love Star Wars Reforged. You kidding me? Great show. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. You're welcome. So uh, uh, to me lately, but yeah, it's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fred, you gotta. There's too much light side the- going on. Yeah, I know, but it's hard to counterbalance him. Lou feels like he has to play Jedi now. But, Evarwin, for the people listening in at home, why don't you tell us what Two Worlds was supposed to be? Because I've never heard of that game before. Basically, what Two Worlds is, is a, um, it's a, it's a medieval fantasy video game. RPG. That's, that's, that's really what it is. Um, it's very, very similar to, to Oblivion. And the way they made that game looked like it was supposed to be a, an Oblivion knockoff. So imagine Oblivion, but make it suck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically what Two well, Worlds is. Um, you, you know what Dave would say if he was here? He would say that yeah, was Oblivion. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. He doesn't like Oblivion. I'm, you know I don't like to agree with Dave, but given that Morrowind is on one side of it and Skyrim's on the other... Oblivion kind of sucked. Well, Skyrim, Kat, you already had your daily rant for this podcast. <laughs> You're not I, wasn't go on I was just now. stating in fact. It was starting. First it was Microsoft customer service, then it was Ouya, <laughs> then it was going to be Oblivion. <laughs> You're going to get us so, all kinds of one star. <laughs> the hate mail is going to be flowing after this one. Yeah, bring it on. Send it to Elder Scrolls off the record at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, In the, fact, the official hate mail email address of the Quest Gaming Network. I have that on good authority. Right. So As if John, that show doesn't earn enough of its own. <laughs> well, actually, on the discussion of hate mail, I was actually going to send some because there has not been a Dragon Quest episode, or sorry, Dungeon Quest episode in quite some time and i just want to know why where did it go no let me let me apologize to to everyone um for that are first of all (laughs) dungeon quest is 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 the absolutely hardest thing for us to schedule um and also for us to produce it's it takes 
a lot of planning um, that can't happen on a weekly basis, and as a result of of you know the normal cast um, scheduling for that for that show is is very very hard. Um, now we've been you know where this 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 network's been in a perpetual state of busy since probably you know February, and you can even argue a little bit before then. Um, so to say that you know we've been busy since we last you know, released Dungeon Quest uh, episode, what was it, two, I think? It was the second one? Was it the second or the third? It was the third. There's been three? Three. Third. There's been three episodes. Yeah. Third. Yeah. Um, since we've released that, you know, things have kind of gotten a bit busier, uh, you know. So that that's really the reason why. It, it's never been canceled, and we, we all enjoy doing it. Certainly, I, I love, you know, writing it. Um, it's just... You know, it's it's so hard to to get it together. Um, we we do want to make a Dungeon Quest four um, and beyond. It's just uh, you have to kind of wait around till we can get around to it. Unfortunately, so I, I do will apologize. Wait. It's that funny. I will patiently wait. Thank you very Act- very much. Actually, following one of our staff meetings, they tried to schedule Dungeon Quest Four one night, and yeah. everybody that was involved had such conflicting schedules. It was getting pushed back to like December or something crazy when everybody <laughs> would be available. I will between three and five a.m. <laughs> I will say this, okay? You guys can start getting slightly excited because Dungeon Quest Episode Four, as of yesterday. We are starting to plan. We don't okay. know. We don't know when it's going to come out, but I I can say that between now and a year from now. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we uh, we are. So, Ivar won the new spokesperson for Blizzard Entertainment. <laughs> now and a year from now, soon. T. Well, it's more like Bioware. It's every Star Wars Q and A. Joe, um, sometime before the year ends. Joe Joe Wilson uh, mentioned it to me yesterday when I was live streaming Sky, uh, live streaming Skyrim, and uh, he said, "You know what are we what are we going to do?" And he had some ideas. So Joe and I are talking. And um, okay, he's in the chat room Joe right now. Joe was actually mentioning in the chat room that yes. he is planning on restaffing Dungeon Quest for scheduling reasons. Correct. Now I, I'm trying to be uh, tight-lipped about it, but uh, Joe Joe's uh, letting the cat out of the bag. And uh, yes, I'm, I'm proud to announce that we are uh, going to restaff our show um, and to allow for better scheduling so we can allow for uh, more regular releases. <laughs> Joe's laughing now and saying sorry in the chat room. <laughs> we make it up as we go here at QGN. That's what we do. We and the chat room is also letting us know that they don't appreciate this dungeon gate that dungeon. you're doing. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so we are we are looking to release more episodes, and and they are the fourth one is uh, quite quite suddenly in the works. So, fear not. Good. All right. And the last question for you, Evarwin, is how do you decide which shows or no which games get shows? Um, this is based on who do we have on staff what games are coming out, and who's interested in doing those shows. That's basically what it what it comes down to. I mean, um, you know, 
we don't want to talk about a show that we're not naturally interested in because we feel that it comes across on the microphone. You know, everyone who's into, who enjoys podcasts has always heard that podcast where the hosts just sounded like they were dragged to the microphone by their mothers and forced to talk about the subject. And we don't ever want that to be a, sh- a show on our network. We don't want that to, to exist. So, Ivorone, it was only that, that one episode that happened. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the reason why, like, I, I know we had said that we were planning, like, you know, a Guild Wars 2 podcast. Um, you know, we, we've got, we have people that are, that are interested in it. And we have people that are not interested in it. And we're, we're trying to figure out, you know, is the interest enough to support, you know, a longstanding show that that title would, would, uh, would dictate right now. Borderlands two is coming out. There's a tremendous amount of interest, uh, among the hosts for Borderlands two. And we're talking about doing a, a mini series for Borderlands two to last, you know, however long the the interest for that game is. Wow. I can really appreciate that because, uh, like you said, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and there's a lot out there that's like, eh, I don't know. But you guys, you seem to, you pick the games that you guys enjoy, and it comes through on the mic and your chemistry. That's why we're all here. That's why the community is that interested. Yeah. I mean, uh, not not to sound like a jerk, but, I mean, you know, you know I do the Swotor Reforge show. Um I, I'm I'm very attached to the two shows that that I I am on extremely attached and I think that comes through on the mic the the uh, the Star Wars uh, Old Republic podcast uh, you know I guess uh, industry if you want to call it I mean there's a lot of Star Wars podcasts out there about the Old Republic yeah there are not every one of them has hosts that do those shows that are interested in the game and it comes through and everyone knows it and 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 you guys out there know which shows they are we don't we don't do that here um once once uh interest for you know a game among us wanes the show will eventually close itself out all right okay anything else no that was was all i had for you varwin but thanks for taking the time to answer the questions yeah, anytime. Thank you very much for for asking for asking me. <laughs> I I enjoyed that. And now I think we're going to move into some community questions, and Keth is going to throw some quick fire questions at the different hosts. Well, uh, first off, I did want to talk about an email we got, and uh, I know Fred already answered it, but I want to answer this on the podcast, and and especially while we've got a Varwin with us. Uh, so, A, I don't know if he wants his name read out on the air, so I'm just going to call him V. So, hello, my name is V. I would love to join your show, the QGN Community Cast, but I am sadly under the age of 18. I am 14 years old, to be exact, and I'm wondering how would I get permission from my parents? Uh, would one of my legal guardians email you or is there a certain form that needs to be filled out etc uh thank you very much for reading and i will be getting around to making a netford account so obviously he's a diablo listener uh so when we've got one of our co-owners on the podcast uh you want to head this question up yeah sure um it's really not a question of of simply getting permission from from a, a guardian or a parent. Um, uh, 
it's really more along the lines of legalities concerning um, exposure of subjects to to uh, to minors, um, work related to minors, uh, compensation as a result of that work to minors, and uh, <laughs> a lot of other things. Um, to be hired under the age of you know of fifteen is really not allowed you know in in the country um to be hired under the age of 18 in this country is is a is a difficult process for an employer add the fact that you know this isn't a supermarket it's it's a, a broadcasting network um over the internet you know you're you're talking about a lot of different legalities that is just something that we we are ill-equipped to to deal with so right now and and probably forever um, we will not be able to to feature anyone who is under the age of 18 simply because of of those legalities. Um, it's it's done. The laws are in place to to protect minors for a very good reason, and uh, you know we we follow in step with that and agree with that. And um, you know also it's it's also an issue of of maturity as well. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, mature uh, listeners out there who are under the age of 18 and, and you know, we appreciate their, their, uh, their, their sponsor, you know, their listening to us. Um, but the fact is, is, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that, that want to listen to um, someone who has, you know, tried true and, and tested beliefs through age and experience. And we feel that comes across in the microphone and um, it makes for a better show. You're completely right as far as being hired onto the network, but, but I'm pretty sure that V here was just asking about guesting on this particular show. And the thing that we've always done on Minecraft off the record before we bring miners on is either the, in our case, the producer of the network gets on with their parents in advance and make sure that we have permission to feature them in that particular show. And that's normally how we handle that. But Ivorwin's completely right about being hired onto the network full time. We don't do that if they're under eighteen. So okay. What's well, next, Jeff? Uh, you know that was that was our main question that I wanted to go with on the show, especially while we had uh, uh, Varwin on the show. Uh, so I got some quick fire questions, and and I didn't get anybody emailing any in or tweeting me. So these are all from our very own Mistress Liz LeBeau. Oh, God. <laughs> so, specifically for you, of Arwen. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this can be either rather appropriate and intelligent or just... <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you need to answer immediately. You don't get okay. to sit there for like five minutes, all right? This is sure. quick. Okay. Go now, ahead. in selecting the questions, Kath, remember, we're going for a clean tag here. I, I, I'm reading them before <laughs> I read them out on the uh, on the stream. Ivarwin, yes. What do you believe happened in Roswell? Aliens died. If you were a superhero, what would your alias be, and what would your powers be? Super Ivarwin, I'd kill anything evil. Recent polls have shown that a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on the world map. Why do you think this is? Fifth of Americans are that dumb. Okay, now we're just gonna go random here. <laughs> I don't like those answers anymore when you didn't even have to think at all. <laughs> all righty. 
starting with our guest listener host here. Would you rather marry a vain person or a person with poor self-image? A vain person. Fred, would you rather eat 30 pounds of cheese in one sitting or a bucket of peanut butter without water? <laughs> bucket of peanut butter without water. Eve Orwin, would you rather be a clown that distracts the bull or the bull rider on the bull? Bull rider, baby. Supa, would you rather have a freakishly huge smile or a freakishly small nose? <laughs> freakishly small nose. Fred, would you rather have a panic attack at the top of a 75-foot tree or a 100 yards in the ocean from the shore? 100 yards in the ocean from the shore. Varwin, would you rather have superpowers or a Christmas tree or have a Christmas that never ends? Superpowers. <laughs> what? You Christmas hater. <laughs> Come on, Fred. Fred, do you really like everyone in your family that much? <laughs> I told you the story last episode of Star Wars how I go to Walgreens on Christmas Eve to that's, do my Christmas shop. That's what I'm referring to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is my favorite question ever, all three of you. Would you rather drink one gallon of ketchup or one gallon of mustard? Go, of Arwen. Ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> mustard. So we got one mustard, two ketchups. What about you, Keth? Oh, God, soy sauce. Well, that, that wasn't, wasn't an option. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, that's no. what I'm going with. I asked the no. questions here, not you. Then we're going to force feed you cottage cheese. Oh. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fred, would you rather have 500 tarantulas crawling in your house or 1,000 crickets jumping around in your room? Crickets, so I could bust out the baseball bat and break everything. There you go. <laughs> Marwin, would you rather have a third leg or a third arm? And I believe she means actual, like... Oh, all right. I was going to say, because... Yeah. Uh, third leg or a third arm? Uh, the third leg. Mm. Really? You wouldn't want the yeah. extra arm so you could be drinking Mountain Dew while you're playing games? That's three more people you can help of, Arwin. Hey! <laughs> third leg. I mean, I don't know what would be the benefit to either one, but... Well, you certainly couldn't buy pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like a shirt, I can just cut a hole in in the pant and uh, and and do do like that. What? Well, if you had a third arm, you'd have to cut a a hole in your shirt for the third arm. Because, dude, you could go shirtless, man. Yeah, you gotta but... wear pants. Oh, I'm not comfortable <laughs> enough to walk around shirtless. <laughs> Maybe you are, Fred, but we're not all built like Michael Phelps. <laughs> if I had a third arm, I'd totally go around shirtless. Because then if someone opened their mouth, I'd have three hands to smack them with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right there, Goro. <laughs> Dovahkiin, Dovahkiin. With the Mortal Kombat reference. All right, uh, Super. Would you rather meet the rock bands or meet the pop bands? I'm not entirely sure what that means. Rock bands? Okay, we'll go with that. Wow. This is weird. Okay, which one of you owns a dog? I own a dog. 
Okay. I have three. Then we'll go with... I wasn't looking at my Skype. Who owns three? Fred. Fred. <laughs> Would you rather eat your dog whole like a steak or chew your lip off? Dog. It's small enough I could swallow it in one bite. Okay, and... Oh, I want to take this one. Would you rather be super strong or shapeshift into animals? And I'll go with the animals. And then the last one is one we've already asked. So You could shapeshift into a dog, and then I could eat you in place of my own dog. <laughs> I could shapeshift <laughs> into a bear and eat you. <laughs> All right, well, that was <laughs> the community questions and the quickfire questions. Uh if you would like to have your own quickfire questions uh, put into the show, and instead of just listening to whatever Liz finds on Google, <laughs> uh, feel free to email us, tweet us, uh, you know, shoot, uh, hit us up in the chat room, and we will do our best to get to your questions. That was a lot of fun. I had fun doing that. You know what? I really like those. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, you know what's even more, more fun, guys? What's that? No, what's even more fun? What? Contests and giveaways. Oh, that is fun. <laughs> we have a copy of Minecraft for the PC available to give away, thanks to the generous donation of Minecraft off the record fan Day Day, which was the original winner of our first Minecraft giveaway on, on Minecraft off the record. Oh, they thanks. Decided Day-Day. to give back to the community. Yes, thank you, Day Day. Very, very nice. So if you're interested in winning your very own copy of Minecraft, here's what you need to do. Register an account on our forums, like Kev just did tonight, and post in the QCN Community <laughs> Show subforum, where we've created a post asking why you'd like a copy of Minecraft. A winner will be chosen at random from those that have posted. The winner will be announced on our next community show in two weeks, and the winner will receive their code in a private message on the forums. Good luck. And also, our producer, Joe Wilson, has started a Kickstarter to get his book, Continua, published in paperback. Ooh. Yeah. So if you go to kickstarter.com, you can search Continua, and it will bring up his Kickstarter project. And we'll also get a link to that on questgamingnetwork.com and on our forums for easy access. That'll be under the general forum. A Kickstarter worth giving money to. That uh, Continia is uh, spelled C-O-N-T-I-N-I-A. And you can can search for it there. Um, it's not he, you know, he doesn't need 900,000 or 6 million dollars in order to do it but uh <laughs> it's a lot cheaper than that and uh any any amount of money would would go a long way and would be greatly appreciated i know uh this is a huge life goal for joe um he he worked very 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 hard for a long time to write continue and uh he was very very happy when it came out on ebook um but he wants to fulfill that that life dream of his and have it come out in uh, in paperback, and uh, you will you will definitely be, you know, fulfilling uh, Joe's Joe's dream. And uh, if you've enjoyed any of our shows and you've ever wanted to say thank you, this would be a great way. You know, give a dollar, twenty dollars, it doesn't matter. You know, whatever whatever you can afford and you feel like giving away would be 
very much appreciated to helping out my friend and uh, certainly the uh, the patriarch of of uh, all of our wonderful shows, Joe. And and if a, a dang cord that connects your Android phone to your TV can get six million dollars. <laughs> We can certainly get Joe the money he needs to come with this book. It, it's amazing. Guys, go over there, donate, you know, whatever you can, and let's get this thing out there. I believe See, I wasn't also- sure if I was going to have to jump on you just there, Kath. I thought you were starting another rant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if you're going to hook your dang Android up to your phone and you're going to pay $6 million to do it, the least we can do is get Joe a book. I think but, um, there is actually like benefits for those who who uh, who join the Kickstarter program there that that submit you know donations to it. I think um, I think even some of them might even get like a free version of the ebook. I, I believe I don't know. Joe went through yeah, it with it, me real quick. It does scale up. Early tiers, you know, you're pretty much just going to get a thank you because he does need to cover the cost of whatever he's giving by the donation. And as you go further up, you'll get. A free copy of the ebook, and it gets up to the point where you're actually getting a free copy of the paperback book that's autographed by Joe. Yeah. So you know if what? he gets it, I'm going to put it out there right now. The person who donates now, I'm going to have to ask Widget and make sure because can we tell <laughs> who donated the most money? <laughs> I, I don't know. He can. <laughs> yes, he'll he'll be able to see what people donate. Okay, the person that donates the most money can come on here and host this show. Me and Fred will be co-hosts and, and you know help you run the show and everything, but you can be in charge of the show. Uh, uh, with, okay, with maybe, uh, maybe we got to clear that with Joe before we all... <laughs> yeah. Uh, good ideas yeah. And, and wonderful intentions, uh, but we got to make sure that we're <laughs> doing, yeah, doing yeah, the we're, right we're, thing. <laughs> and we're so not just going to advertise 4K. that one yet. Yeah. That's that's an idea to kick around. We'll consider that, but we're not concreting that in yet, just yet. So please, though, go to Kickstarter, search for Continia, C-O-N-T-I-N-I-A, and if you can afford to, please donate to Joe's Cause because it really would be a dream come true for him to see his book in paperback. I'm going to make okay. it happen. <laughs> so for QGN News... Minecraft, off the record, records at 7 p.m. on Sundays. Planetside, off the record, records at 3 p.m. every other Thursday until launched. The next show will be after this one, next week, right, Kath? You know what? Honestly, my days have run so much together the last couple weeks. I'm pretty sure it's next. It's this coming Thursday. Okay, so it's coming up this Thursday. Elder Scrolls, off the record, records at 7 p.m. on Thursdays. Diablo, off the record, records at 6 p.m. on Fridays. And our next community show will be the weekend of August 17th. You can visit our forums at questgamingcommunity.com, and you're highly encouraged to make an account. Let us know what you want to hear on this show. And remember, you're going to need an account if you want to register to win the Minecraft copy that we're giving away next show. Yeah, I'd also like to say, um, concerning our our uh, our forums, we have we have a, a topic there uh, for for uh, show ideas. You know, if you guys have, if the listeners out there have ideas for shows that you would like to hear from us. 
let us know because a, a huge thing that we have to keep in mind when we come up with our own ideas for shows is are the listeners going to listen to it and is this going to grow our listener base? And uh, if you think there's a game out there that that is really highly anticipated and uh, is not something that you've, you've heard, not heard us talk about, we may not know about it. We may not be aware of it. Let us know. You know, you guys give us some of the best ideas we've ever had on this network. So a couple quick little thoughts about our suggestion forums, though. If you pop in there and there's I'm trying to keep it so the subject is going to be the name of the game that people are suggesting. So if you pop in there and the game that you want to suggest is already has a thread there, please post your thoughts in that thread. We're trying to keep them organized so the producer and creative director can see everybody's thoughts on one game at a time. And if it's not, feel free to make a thread. But we've also had it coming up a lot where people are suggesting shows about games that there's not really much promise of any downloadable content, and it's a pretty linear game that can only be played one way. We try mostly to put out shows about games that are flexible and have some varied play styles and have an immersion factor and high replayability. Right, if you borrow one? Yeah, the uh, the chat room is asking if we're going to actually go ahead with the iCarly off the record. Um, the uh, the question, uh, the answer to that is we we are considering the iCarly off the record show uh, because there is a video game out for it. Um, Ooh, can I host? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Oh, great. Awesome. Um, I know Joe's a huge fan of the show and the video game, and uh, I think he'll uh, he'll be doing that. And I'm yeah, just so going to go ahead be first and. Sharing? Hmm? <laughs> He'll be first sharing that one, right? Nope. I, oh, yeah. I just want to add to this whole conversation that we're having right now about the forums and everything, and be realized that I was just made an admin, and I do wield the ban hammer on the forums. <laughs> so like to clarify, he was made a moderator. <laughs> okay, I was made a moderator. I do have ban hammer privileges, right? No, you can just put people in timeout. Oh. <laughs> okay, Fred, we need to discuss the Banhammer fr- privileges. Yeah, you oh, just registered on the forums record. ten minutes ago, man. <laughs> you want to ban people already. That You've been hanging so- around Dave too much. That's the whole point of becoming part of the dang thing. I wouldn't even have signed up if I didn't know I was going to get Banhammer privileges. Keth's never going to make a post on the forums. She's just going to go around hack everybody that does. You're dang right. I, I, I got to go with Master Shake, though. Zork off the record, sold, done. Show. Okay. <laughs> so, so moving on to wrap up the show, we have some iTunes reviews. Would you mind reading those for us, Evarwin? Sure. From USA comes Kickarse Jackson, Sub Proda, Ritz Other Leg, Fallout TX, Brian A, Nothingness, and Senor Landon. And also to remind everybody, if you'd like to have your name read out on this show, please leave a review on our Quest Gaming Network Master Feed. That's where we pick the names to read out on this show. And if you want to reach the show, you can reach us at qgncommunity at gmail.com. I can be reached at Sith Lord Corv, K-O-R-V. Keth can be found at Keth Gaming and also at 
kethgaming at gmail.com. And Supa can be found at the letter J Supa508 on Twitter. And Evarwin can also be found at Evarwin. And make sure to use the hashtag Evarwinny when you send him <laughs> messages. He loves it. Oh my god. <laughs> Final thoughts, Mr. Evarwin. Uh, thanks guys. This was, this was a lot of fun for me. I really appreciate, uh, you asking me to, to come on the show and, uh, and, and talk with one of our most amazing, uh, listeners out there. Uh, good old, good old Supa. Um, your, Supa, your, your comments that you make to us on Twitter, your, your attendance, um, you know, in, in the chat rooms for, for our shows hasn't gone unnoticed and uh we we really appreciate you making the time to come and hang out with us and and chat with us about some some uh, video gaming yeah totally thanks for coming out Supa. we really appreciate you joining us tonight and do you have any final thoughts sir uh yeah just i uh, want to thank you guys for the opportunity and uh want to can't wait to see who's the next guest host and i hope they all uh everyone in chat and all the fans of the community put in and asked to be on and give you their suggestions because it's our chance to help uh, build this great thing you guys have going so thanks for the opportunity thanks for coming we have a we have a big basket that we spin around and then we pull random names out to decide who gets to come on the show you know just like uh <laughs> the lottery <laughs> that's actually how we came up with the iCarly off the record idea <laughs> that's how i got on the network in fact And Mr. Keth, do you have any final thoughts that are not rant-ish? Uh, you know, I just want to say that Microsoft Tech support... Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I honestly love this show. Uh, you know, that yeah, when I came up with this idea, I had no idea that I was going to end up with, with a, an amazing partner with Fred and... and it's just so great to be able to get out there and talk to the listeners and and you know some of the other hosts that I don't get a chance to work with and you know what this is a heck of a lot of fun and and thank you guys so much for making this possible both the listeners and 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 Fred and Avarwin and Joe I'm having a heck of a time with this show so thank everybody that's involved with this especially the listeners well, you guys are doing an awesome job. Keep up the great work. And for, for my th- final thoughts, I would like to thank all of our listeners for tuning into this and for being the awesome community that the Quest Gaming Network has. I'd really like to thank Evarwin for finding the time to come on the show because he is a very busy guy. And oh, I know pleasure. we tore him away from EverQuest 2 to come out tonight. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we saw it on his Steam account. Yeah, I, I was logged into EverQuest too. Yeah, I was. Well, how did you see it on your Steam account, Kathy? He's not your friend. Oh, because he's part of the uh, QGN community. I, I think uh, Stupa told us. Uh, oh no! Once you once you're part of the uh, Steam group, you can see all the other Steam members. He's just not my friend, so I couldn't actually send him a message. I just brother is watching. I see that. So, yes, thank you for coming out. Thank you for joining us tonight, Stupa. It was great having you. And it's time for us to say goodbye. 
Oh, okay. Well, thanks for everyone for listening. Take care, be safe, and may the force be with you. Yeah, say good night to go. good folks oh. at home. Good night, good folks at home. Hey, uh, you know what? Always a blast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good night. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I hope everybody enjoyed the show, and feel free to send us your feedback, because it will help shape the next community show. And as always, the QGN Community Cast is a Quest Gaming Network production and made possible by listeners like you. I'm your host and community community a lot. Timestamp. We haven't started yet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>